Hello and welcome. I'm Danner. And I'm Janner. And welcome to Mama's Boy, a mother-son podcast where we have mm, slightly unhinged conversations about life. I was making airplane noises. Yeah. Why? Do you know why? Why? Because we were recently on an airplane. We were recently on an airplane. I'm Danner. And I'm Janner. And welcome to episode 10 already. Oh my goodness. Rocking through them. Time goes flies when you have... <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. I was, I, my brain was actually trying to make sense of that because I heard time plus five. <laughs> I was like, this is a new saying I haven't heard before. I have heard most of yes, them. Yes, I always say that, time yeah, plus five. time plus five. That's yeah, my new when saying. When you're fun. Uh-huh. Time it, plus five when you're fun. Exactly. And then time also flies by when you're having fun. But I'd but rather I'd, say I'd, time I'd, plus five. I prefer that too. Yeah. Time plus five when life goes by. Exactly. Uh huh. That's the new saying. Yeah, it is. You heard your verse on Mama's Boy. Time plus five when life goes by. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, you are. We had a good time, didn't we? We went to Ohio. We did. We did do that. Yeah, it was uh, a flying adventure. Yeah, why'd we do that? Why'd we go out there? Uh, for my grandson's second year old birthday. Yeah, he's so cute. Yeah, he's adorable. But And you know what? They uh, hired a petting zoo to come to his second birthday party. And it wasn't just any ordinary petting zoo. Sure wasn't. Oh, no. We had a camel. Camel name. A camel named Daniel. The Daniel the camel. Yes, and it, a porcupine and a zebu. A zebu. Which looked like a cow with a hump. Yeah, it was like a, a camel cow. Yeah, and it was a... It was okay. I felt bad for it. It was scared. The cow? Yeah, like it ate a lot, but then it would get really nervous. His eyes would get bulgy when you tried to touch him, and he'd just like back away <laughs> and just kind of look at you, and then Please. you hold up food, and he's like, okay. All right. Oh, okay. I'm good with this. This is good. Yeah, okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, there's no... Okay. You got food again? You got food okay. again. <laughs> That's how you got to do it. I would pet him and he just like, he was like twitching and shit. And then you bring him food. Ah. Okay, then. What's up with you? We're friends again. Then you'd run out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's from Africa. How would you feel if you were like in a cage at a two-year-old's birthday party? Yeah, even in Africa, I'd well, be terrified. Yeah. I mean, you're roaming the streets of Africa. Or the streets. <laughs> You're roaming the safari, being a zebu, minding your own business. You're chilling. All of a sudden, you're in Ohio, and two-year-olds are feeding you grain. And uh, my other sister's two-year-olds, or uh, three-year-olds, are throwing grains at you. (laughs) So not even, you're not even being fed. It it just, just kind of throwing grains at your face. Yes. Did you hear that bell? I did. An angel got its wings. (laughs) They said, no, I'm like, good, yay. <laughs> had another intrusive thought and I pushed that one out. Um, I'd like to start off today talking about just some airport things. Okay. Just airport things because I feel like, you know, I always thought Walmart was one of the greatest places to observe people. But it turns out. I'm starting to think it's an airport. I think you're right. It, they're battling for one and two. <laughs> they're battling for one and two. What uh, kind of sure. things did you see at the airport? Lots. <laughs> Lots. Um, I saw a woman with a NASA shirt on that says, I need space. <laughs> who, who didn't give others space. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. I saw her get on the plane and I was like, oh, that's kind of a funny shirt. Oh, okay. She's okay. She's, she's a hip hypocrite. Okay. Oh, cause she wasn't giving people space. No. Bouncing off of them. She was one that like have her duffel uh, bag over her shoulder and it uh, just was like bing bonging off people's faces as she was going through the aisle. Just bing, bing, bing. And I was like, the irony of you wearing that shirt. <laughs> but the best one, the best little diddly I witnessed was when I arrived at DIA and there's an hour long security line mm -hmm. because we all know DIA is so well run mm -hmm. and it was wrapping around baggage claim and there was this family and they had um, this little old lady in a wheelchair, like a little grandma in a wheelchair and they were pissed. They were all arguing among each other. I can't believe this line is so long. Where do we have to go? And the agent was like over there and they fucking put grandma into turbo mode. <laughs> they, they pushed this old lady so hard her neck snapped back <laughs> and they just took off. They were like, oh, Oh, where do we have to go? Over here? Are you serious? Wham! And the grandma just... <laughs> yeah, they just... They launched grandma to Jupiter. So poor grandma. Yeah. They She's going to Jupiter. They launched her into the atmosphere. And I just... I just... <laughs> they just took off and her head snapped back. And they didn't, like, ease up. Like, they kept the G-forces going. Like, poor thing. It's just... <laughs> Like trying to look around and they're rocketing her to the end of this security light. Where are we going? Little did they know that because she's in a wheelchair, they could have gotten through the other side. Yeah, they probably could have. They could, they could have. Oh. Yeah. They picked the wrong guy to talk to then. Maybe that's why they were pissed. Maybe they thought there was somewhere. Yeah. But all the other side security is now just verified clear. Which is so dumb when it's wrapped twice around baggage claim. Yeah. But I guess if you've got turbos on your wheelchair, you're fine. <laughs> You're good well, to go. Well, here's my experience, one of my experiences at the airport. So, you know, they have trains to take you to the different concourses. And let me just clarify, we're fully judging. At the airport, we fully judge. Oh, yeah. So we try to be good humans, but we're... Oh, no. We're <laughs> Juno, Juno just, she stole your hanky and she's chewing it. Oh, I'll just let her chew it up. Why are you chewing my boogers? She got so excited, just started going after it. Why are you chewing my boogers? Sorry, what was yours? What was yours? So we're on the train. Uh-huh. And at first we're standing. So we get on and we're standing with the twins. They're three years old. And there is an old man who's not feeble. Okay, he is older. He's got white hair. Not feeble. And he sits, you know, on those benches on the back of the train. Uh-huh, oh, yeah. He sits right in the middle. And... So then the twins are having trouble, you know, they're off balance. So when the next stop comes, <clears throat> I say, do you want to sit on the bench? And I said to this old man, can we sit on the bench with you? He did not move. He sat in the middle of the bench. There was no one else on it, mind you, and wouldn't move over to put the twins. So I put the twins up there anyway. Wait, but couldn't you put them on either side of him? I could have, but they wanted, you know, they want to be together. Oh, they want to be together, yeah. Why doesn't this man move over? So that these little boys can sit on the bench. That's I was, I was like, why? Yeah, some of them are just grumpy. Yes, but just why? Grumpy. What would be, what would be in his mind that he thinks I'm not moving? This is my bench. I own this bench. He was there first, and they're just little toddlers. But why? There's plenty I, yeah, of room. I don't know. That's something I could think. And he didn't have a mask on, so he's not worried about COVID. Yeah. Did he hear you? Well, obviously, these two little boys now are sitting next to him. But did I he was, hear you? Yes. Because if he's old and he can't hear. Well, why wouldn't he still make room? Well, he, he could can't... move over. What if he was broke his hips? He didn't want to tell anybody. No, he got off the train. What if he fine. pooped his pants and didn't want to stand up? He got he off show. the train fine. Come on, people. Let's what if be he, kind. What if he was thinking about his wife dying? 
Uh, he could have still moved over in honor of his wife. <laughs> Let's be kind. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I was trying to just think of scenarios for this old man because I, I like old people, but I some just, old people are just mean. They're just, he just mean. He just claimed the bench and no one's going to sit by me, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Some people were mean, like working in the senior homes. They're just mean for no reason. I don't get it. Yeah. They're just mean. You know, youngster these days, I have this bench. Yeah, I have it's this my bench. bench. Blah, 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 blah. It's my DIA bench. Yeah. He's got stage four cancer metastasizing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you well, know what? We also went to the zoo. That was an experience. That was quite the experience. Uh, the Columbus Zoo. It's a beautiful zoo, but we didn't get to see any of it. Why, Dan? It was school day. It was school day. It was school day. Yeah, we, which is no one's fault. We're not blaming anybody. Who's to know? It's going to be school, school day, but day. we certainly walked up to about 50 buses. 50. I'm not kidding. School buses minimum. 50. And they were, they were, they were pouring in. And look, look again. We, I don't know who we think we are. We're not, we're not the best at life here. Right. But just Ohio. What? What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> Say it. Say it, Jack. <clears throat> the people. Uh, like, you know, I, it's, I just, I, I felt overrun by just kind of large, large idiots. Large people. <laughs> like, I felt so good about myself at the zoo, really, to be honest. Yeah. You know, these seven pounds that I've been trying to lose? Oh, yeah. no. I'm one of the skinny ones. Yeah, the you were looking zoo. fine as frog's hair. I was hair. so skinny. Yeah. In fact, if Victoria's Secret... Headhunter had been there. They'd pick you out oh, ASAP. They'd make sure they had next a model. model body at yeah, the Columbus yeah, Zoo. Yeah, yeah, and it's just just a lot of big people. I oh, don't so like look. Many. I'm not. Yeah, no. I don't. I just don't know how to put it gently. I don't want people to think we think we're so cool, but it was rough, y'all. It we, was. We were. It was. We're rough. not kidding. We noticed it. It I, had to be eighty percent of everyone there. Every every. We're, we're not even slightly obese. No. It was like morbidly. Gigantic, large people. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw. I was pointing, I tried to point out to you. There was easily a four, three, four-year-old that had a twelve-ounce of Mountain Dew, just drinking it. Yes. In the stroller, they were huge, and they were just drinking it. Like, why would you give a four-year-old a large Mountain Dew? I don't know. They were, yeah. So it was, it was the experience. I was joking yeah. that we were. We were actually the zoo. That's why we didn't see animals. As humans, we were. <laughs> we were, yeah. We, you're so right. We had more fun watching watch people. You, watch yourselves. Because it's fun. If you put it in that perspective, you're like, here's the human exhibit. They, this species comes from Earth. Yes. Yeah. And they, they feed this green water to their children <laughs> that is poison. Uh-huh. But they still feed it anyways. Yeah. This is the human species. <laughs> and you just walk around and you're like, oh, man, this is a zoo in itself. Yes. Yeah, we so, had more fun watching people. Plus, we just couldn't get near any animals. What did we see? Two animals? We saw penguins. And we saw a shark. Sort of. I sort talked to of. a ventriloquist. That's right. That's <laughs> talk, right. You guys had fun. I got stroller duty, which meant me and Grandpapa <laughs> sat on the bench. And uh, he was chill, though. He was a rad human. He, well, had, he had a big heart. At least heck, Grandpa shared his bench. No, I shared my bench with uh, Papa. Oh, okay. Because, you know, this generation, this day. But I said, want to sit down, Papa? Yeah. I didn't say that. He you just took a seat. Him Papa. No, and okay. I didn't call him Papa either. Yeah. He sat you, down. I said, the fuck you doing? <laughs> no, 
don't startle me like that, old man. This Next time I'll punch bench. you in the nose. This is my bench. God, don't you know I'm trying to sit here? God, dang, I know your knees are tired. Fuck off next time. But I let him sit down. I was kind enough to be You're like. Kind. What a kind. Yeah, You're I kind of like looked away and then he talked to me like he goes, oh, so this must be where the grandfathers and fathers sit, eh? Nope, nope. Thirty single, just an uncle pushing shoulders. <laughs> so see all these kids at the zoo. At the zoo, I'm just sitting here. Not with girlfriend. I'm just sitting here. No, not, nope. the, not with anybody but my. No, nope. just me, myself, and I. I'm in love with me. I'm in love with me. Oh, you're a ventriloquist. Do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing where you don't move your lips. Do it. 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 Talk for somebody else. Yeah, like there's kids here. That's what I wanted to say to him. Yeah, but there's you, kids. You should have. You should like make shark noises, but no, no one know it comes from you. <laughs> Whale noise. Mm, this just doesn't do it. I just wanted to pester him, but oh, I didn't. So I let him go. Yeah, and speaking of old people on the airplane. What? The uh, Latina grandmother was sitting in front of me. We all know that old abuelas. Yeah. They have a smell. The abuela smell. Oh. You know? Like, I feel like what? old Hispanic ladies perfume up. It's just like a thing. Oh, okay. Okay. It, it must be the culture. It must be whatever. But Hispanic ladies perfume up okay. i was sniffling and sneezing on oh, that flight no. and i couldn't figure out why it was happening and i was like oh yeah the abuela in front of me she's got the perfume she rocking. was she was rocking she was uh, rocking the perfume so she didn't actually do anything wrong but like maybe like ugh. i don't know it's an airplane like i get it she's old you gotta like yeah you gotta spritz up to the nine look good all that stuff yeah, but but i was rough it oh. did not sit well with me. It was because you do you know what I'm talking about though. Oh, Except you don't you, smell very I well. I have a very good sense of smell. Yeah, because I, I hope people identify with it. But like, abuelas have a smell. So it's just like an, you would say like an old man smell. You know, just like old men have a smell. Yeah, but but it's not. You're not talking like body odor. You're talking no, no, like no. put on lots of perfume. Yeah, but that's what it can be an old man smell too, though. Because yeah, yeah, old yeah. men has like that like old spice smell or right, like whatever. Right. There seems to be like a standard cologne that old men yeah. just link up and buy together. I don't right. know what it like. Like all the old men are like, this is a good one. Yeah. And there's just 40,000 of them buying the same one on yeah. the same day. On sale at Walmart. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's how I uh -huh. picture the abuelas. Yeah. The abuelas come together and they're like, I'm not even trying accent, but they're like, they're like, oh, this is good. And they're all like, yeah. And then they just spritz in mass, just and then hop on airplanes across the country. Oh, and think that they are rocking the smell. Yeah. And so she was probably the sweetest lady. This isn't anything against her skinny little thing. But I was like, oh, yeah, uh -huh. we got the abuela. Uh -huh. I'm got sitting behind the, the smell. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. But it was quite the weekend just for just for people and humans in general <laughs> she's eating the whole bag but I just you know, I, I couldn't just stop thinking about like human beings just like what we are like even in a plane like it's a it's a weird like you get in this like capsule that's gonna fly you and you weirdly sort of build trust with those around you like you feel like you're kind of in a comfortable environment but then I was like you just never see these people again no you never see them again I was thinking about the people that sat next that sat next to me on the way home to Colorado and I was like, they probably live in the state, and I will never see them again. Yet you weirdly sit next to them, you you're polite to them, you know. Oh, excuse me, or like my seatbelt ended up being like tucked in her coochie, which is real weird. You know, when they like accidentally sit on yours, so you yeah. grab it and then you like weirdly pull it out of their cheeks, and you don't mean to, so they they kind of give you that like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, 
you know? Especially being a guy. I was just like, no, ooh, sorry. Didn't mm, didn't see it in there. I'm not, mm-mm, nah, no me too things going on here, you know? But I just was thinking, I was like, you just kind of become comfortable with them. And then and off then they go. Off they go in their own world. You'll probably never see that human being again in your well, life. Except for our on our flight. So there was a, a lady commenting on how cute the twins were because they're identical twins. How cute they were. They and she, she heard uh, one of them called their name, Logan. Uh-huh. And she was on her flight going back. And she she said, Logan. And well, that's kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Yeah. That's so, kind of neat. Okay, and so then now you'll never see her Now again. I'll never see her See, again. that's what I mean, though. It's like yeah. it was a cute little exchange. You can have those moments. Like I saw, I did see somebody on my return flight, mm-hmm. like going back, you know, because we kind of booked the same things. But then once we like dissipate, mm-hmm. never again. No. And you just like think and you judge them and you do all this stuff. You're polite. You make small talk. You do whatever. They're just gone. Yeah. They're just gone. And then like when we were at the zoo, it was just like so many people. So many people with problems and... Living their own life. Roles. Lots of roles. (laughs) Side roles. Belly roles. Dinner roles. Cinnamon roles. (laughs) (laughs) Just so many roles. And roles. Yeah, living their life. Living their life. And then just here we are thinking our problems are larger than life. And it's like... Yeah. No, everyone thinks their problems are larger in life. That's that's true. It was just a weird. It was a weird like weekend, just because there's. I feel like at least for me, you know, I'm an overthinker, so it's just a weird like. There's just so many people and yeah. so many types of people, and so yeah. it's like opportunity for people watching. So yeah, it was the, wild. Yeah, the zoo was so many people to watch. Really, I don't. And it remember. wasn't all weight. It wasn't all weight too. I mean, everyone was large. Right. There were large people. Right. I think we've established that one. But I just felt like it was just kind of a rugged mix, too. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I was in that big of a crowd. Yeah. Literally. Both. Both. <laughs> both ways. Exactly. All the ways. Yeah. So many people. Kids and people and... Yeah. It was just... I, yeah. I, I'm not really a crowd kind of person. Mm-hmm. You're definitely not. Yeah you're, yeah. you're kind of a homebody. But see, that's... Kind of why I like traveling, not for crowds like that, but if, like I, I think just seeing people and types of people help kind of like solidify your own life, mm. help you think like, you know, like you're one of billions and it's just like, not that your problems don't matter, but just that, you know, everyone's going through sh- shit. Everyone's, you know, struggling with its health or mental health or trying to raise a family on Mountain Dew, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. You know, people are trying. Yeah. 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 They're, maybe they weren't all trying their hardest. <laughs> but they had to lose weight. They were certainly trying, <laughs> sort of. Um, and yeah, speaking of people, too, I got, yeah, even before we left on that Thursday, you guys left me with the AC man. Oh, the air conditioning man. That. Yeah. It's just like, again, again, people are nice. He's trying to be nice, I guess, but he just cornered me. And then he's like, He's just telling me like how much money he makes and shit. Cause I made one question about because he was he had to drive all over and I was like, oh, do you live around here? And then he was, um, no. And I was like, what do you get paid for mileage? On which site you go? And he starts explaining his breakdown to me. Like we get paid this much, but we get commission, and then but it's twenty five percent of this commission that comes off of this commission, and it's like sales. And if we're able to do it, he's like breaking it down. He makes about one hundred twenty thousand a year off his commission, and he likes to do these type. Bro, wow. Just please fix the air conditioning. Yeah. Oh, and he had a tooth. He 
had like one of his teeth, you know, when you just, oh, you can't stop looking at it. Yeah. Like, look, I'm one to talk. I got a hole in my face on the right side. I get it. <laughs> Nobody right? sees it though. I get it. Yeah, it's a little more hidden. Right. But he had like his front right tooth that was like coming out to say hi to me Ooh. it was like it was like bing bong what's up i'm here look <laughs> at me ayo i'm here look <laughs> at me i'm so, talking to you so a bird could kind of land on that tooth is what you're oh thinking. yeah 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 and i was just kind of uh, like it was I, a bird warbler. it's like a woman with larger tracks of land uh-huh. like you're really really doing your best to uh-huh. look right at her eyes <laughs> But you just know that you want to look at something else. Oh, that tooth it's just calling right you. there. And I see you. your tooth and it's jumping out at me <laughs> and it's twisty. And the rest of his mouth was good. I think that's what the annoying thing just about it. Just one tooth. Yeah, it was just like it was a pretty pristine yeah. mouth. Like it looked, well, yeah. not color wise. Oh. Like there was relatively straight. It was kind of like Mountain Dewy and cigarettes. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but they were pretty straight. Yeah. It's just this one tooth was one just tooth. like, maybe if I just wiggle free. <laughs> I'm just going to slowly rotate to the right. Okay, and now I'm going forward. I'm pushing forward. That was his snaggletooth. Oh, that's so. like people who have eyes who don't look at you both the same. Yes. I never know which eye to look at. Yes. Yes. Especially when you're looking right at them and they do a great job at first. Yeah. And then the eye. You know, because I always, I always get so self-conscious about it. Like, oh, am I that boring? Yeah. Oh man, do I suck at talking to people? Because their eyes just like, mm, I'm dipping out of this. <laughs> but I don't know which is the real eye. <laughs> well, I'm at. sure they're real eyes. I know, but isn't it isn't it true? Though? Don't they? Doesn't it still focus I don't forward? Know. It just is lazy. I, I guess. I guess it, def- it depends on how far it deviates. But oh yeah. No. Yeah, it was funny because I saw this girl's uh, Instagram yesterday, and she's got one. She's got a. She's yeah. lazy eye and it yeah. just it's like it's so crazy because you just look all normal and you're like something about this and yeah. you kind of look hard and you're like oh her eye <laughs> they don't match it's her eye it's over here it's chameleon <laughs> yes but that's the thing is like especially when you're talking to somebody like sorry I hate to call you out like this but my cousin yeah. it used to be really bad as a kid right I haven't noticed in a long time last night I saw no, him look fine he did like oh, exercise eye exercises oh cool yeah because especially as a kid I don't even notice it anymore but no. yeah as a kid but it'd be one of those you would like talk to him yeah and like I said like they're, they're both looking at you and then slowly one just dips out yeah man do I suck and it's just <laughs> the eyeball's just out of here just, but the thing is it's so slow you're like what the Wait, What's that? Wait, hey, wait, and then Excuse and then me. if you stare at the other eye, do they cat? Do they do know, they know? <laughs> that you're staring at? Does the other eye get offended? Eye? Yes. Just, hey, hey, I'm here. But I can see you. You know how like right now I'm looking at you uh, and I'm not. I'm kind of going between your eyes, right? I, yeah. And you don't know. No. But if it's someone who's eye is not looking at me did the other person know that i'm staring at the other eye well let's say let's put it to the test which eye am i staring at on uh, you my left one your left so my right this one dang that was pretty good okay dang, you were you didn't rock on that now which one my right one this one no i was on the uh, same see, one i can't tell so it's kind of 50 50 yeah, so maybe just guessing yeah so maybe mm-hmm. they don't we just we, that was our scientific test into lazy eyes <laughs> So I think it's kind of a 50-50 shot that maybe they know. Yeah. They could be hypersensitive about it, so we'll have to take it easy on them. But, yeah. Yeah, but AC guy pinned me with his tooth, and um, 
It was it was something else. I know how much he makes. I know there's a concert happening in Brush on <laughs> July 17th because he invited me to that, but not with him. But just basically like you want to come up and see it, and I was like, yeah, sure. Because um, I didn't, you know, what else? Did you say no, yeah. no, hell no, I don't want to go. And for those of you who don't know Brush, it's nowhere. It's nowhere, yeah. and I know Brush. Because yeah. I lived in Sterling. And it's nowhere as well. And it's also nowhere. So they're like nowhere cities. Yes. And it's like nothing to do. Yeah. Oh, we'll but go his, to this concert. Yeah, you can go to this concert, which are free things. And I just had flashbacks to Sterling because those small towns do free things all the time. That's how they try to draw suckers in. <laughs> oh, look, Derby Days. We're going to have cars and shit. And you go and it's just... The people five. you don't want to be around. And yeah, it's like five of them. Of them. And five it's just cars. like, yeah, it's like, exactly. It's just like the, the weirdest shit. The band is a high school band. Yeah. You're going to go see up in Brush. Yeah. Well, his, this band excited him because he decided then to tell me all about um, his daughter and how now, like what my generation would consider classic rock. So what I call like dad's music, classic rock uh-huh. is now the golden oldies and the uh, rock and roll that my generation listens to like Lincoln park and stuff is now becoming classic rock. Uh, so we quote unquote him had a full discussion about what is classic rock and what is golden oldies. Oh, just well, that's a great discussion with an air conditioner guy. It was, it was <laughs> after he fixed the AC and, 10 minutes and 45 <laughs> minutes later, we're having this discussion about, I think after talking about his pay range that he was milking the clock. That's what I'm wondering. Are we getting charged for that? Cause you're no, we was- are not. Oh, okay. We are not. Cause it was $400 bill. It was, which he did say was money. I haggled with him. Oh, you did? Yeah. Good job. Yeah, because he wanted to slap an extra $200 for his full service diagnostic. And I was like, what if we don't need it? He goes, I need to do it. And I said, but we don't need it. So it's a mandatory charge because you need to tell people that up front. And he's like, well, what I can do is send a salesman out and then blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, we'll do that. Are we not going to pay 200 And he goes, yeah. And I was like, okay. Okay. So somehow we kind of became friends. Oh, okay. So but, you bonded over that. Yeah. So now you have to go to brush. Yeah, me and Mr. Plumline, <laughs> we're we're homies. Yeah, and his oh, his wife bought a diner for sixty thousand dollars. Woo! God, was I tempted to be like, you ever opened a restaurant before? But I didn't because it was pretty obvious to me they've never opened a restaurant before. They just thought it'd be good to make some hamburgers. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, $60,000, and it's right on Main Street. And I was like, cool, Brush. Brush? Uh, and, and he goes, no, because we were talking about Fort Morgan, uh, which is a bigger town. Right. If you guys don't know Colorado, Fort Morgan is like a bigger town. Brush is like, eh. Like, it's nowhere. like creepy little cousin, and then Sterling's just like way out there. Um, but anyway, yeah, so he was, I was like, oh, in Fort Morgan? He goes, no, Brush. I was like, oh, cool, downtown Brush? No, on the outskirts. I was like. Oh. There's why it's only $60,000 for a whole restaurant <laughs> that they couldn't keep open that now you're going to try at, Mr. Plumline. Making hamburgers? Yeah, maybe just stick with your day job of fixing AC units. <laughs> it sounds like you make enough money because you broke that down for me. Oh, yeah. So anyway, not to ramble on about it, but it was a whole weekend of people. Yes. And not, you know, speaking of that, though, because I saw a question yesterday. That made me think. And I think it ties into this conversation. So not to get too deep here, but it's kind of a deep question. All right. And the question is, would you like you if you met you? Wow. And so now, I mean, seriously, I wasn't even going to ask this on this podcast. But now that we're talking about others and kind of judging them, it just popped in my head. And I I wonder about that. Would I like me if I met me? me? 
I think at first, yeah, because I'm can be friendly. At first, then, at first, <laughs> I'm I'm friendly at first. I think I would like me. Would I like me later? Because you know, the older I get, I'm kind of getting set in my ways. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, so are you saying young you or like early in a friendship relationship? When you say like, yeah, at first, are you mean like? just a f- casual conversation you'd like you and then after you got to know you you wouldn't like you or are you saying like early in life you'd like you but now that you're getting older that you wouldn't like you as no, much no I'm going off my age right now so someone okay. wants to meet me right now exactly that's what I was thinking I think so because I can be friendly mm-hmm. just you don't just just yeah no I think so what do you think do you think someone would like me if they met me well yeah I don't think it's the same question because I think you're lovable. Oh. I think you're very kind. and But it's weird. Like, I've never met versions of you. And I brought that up when we were at, like, the zoo and stuff, how there's there's infinite amount of versions of ourselves in the world, right, right. you know. Um, but I've never met several versions of you. I've never met work, Janner. You know, I, I, I've never met. You know what I mean, though? Like, That's true. And I'm not saying I think you're different because I think you're the same. You're kind hearted. You know, you're gentle. Like, you know, being an NP, you're gentle with patients. You're all this stuff. So I couldn't see you being every, any different. But work can be a different person. And yeah. like out in public, first time meeting somebody. Like, one of the things we say, does it come across as, as rude? Yeah. When we have good intentions. So I've never met certain versions of you. But That's true. I guess it, I Huh, I guess if someone was meeting me, though, I would try. I, I think I would be kind and friendly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you ask me, I definitely oh, I, I, I think, would like you. I think you're just a kind person. Well, and I think if you, well, OK, ask you. Do you think people? Would I like know. You? I thought a lot about it. I, I don't. think they would. You're very gregarious. I know, but you know, I've had a, like like we talked about in like the past few episodes. Like I've had a lot of friends fall off and stuff, and so it makes me wonder. You know, it made me wonder like. Am I that one that's like surface level likable? We're like, oh, he's a friendly guy. But then once you get to know me, you know, is there something off putting about myself? Well, then I've wondered that too for about myself. Yeah. And maybe people do wonder in general, but you know, like, especially as this whole transition in the last year has happened, you know, been in a relationship, moving, coming back, all this stuff. I really don't have as many friends. You know, I still think about my ex. I'm still healing from that. So there's a lot going on in my head. But and it, so it makes you wonder when people are kind of falling off, like is it because you're 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 starting to choose your own worth, or is it because there's something about yourself True. that's off-putting? Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that it's I'm finding value in other things, right? I'm placing value in myself and not in watering dead plants, as we right, discussed. Right. But there could be something that's you know, ooh, Dan's nice in doses, or Dan's you know, because I know I could be needy, especially in a relationship. We talked well, about that. Well, I am too. I'm too. I, I like we've talked about before. You kind of find the like you kind of find like people. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. People who who are who like your quirks and love mm. you, and people who don't. They you find somebody new. I th- I'd say when I was younger, I had FOMO badly. You know, fear of missing out. Yeah. And wanted to have lots of friends around and wanted wanted to do lots of social things. I don't want to do that now. Yeah. I'm happy as a clam staying home and gardening mm-hmm. rather than you know. I mean, my I have some special friends. Of course. Di, Jenny, <laughs> Kathy, Dana. Well, close Andy. to you. Yeah. Not special friends. Oh. No, they're <laughs> I have I have friends who are my, have who have, yeah. are have longevity, yeah. and you know if they wanted to do something, I would make time to do it. But to to seek out a lot of social situations right now, no, yeah, 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 you're okay with that. Yeah. And I I think I'm kind of starting to become in the middle of that where 
You know, I don't need them. I do still kind of enjoy some social interaction, but especially traveling a lot alone, I've realized that there's a lot you can just do and yeah. find your hobbies on your own. You I'm know, not there yet. I don't know how I would be traveling alone. Like when I did my locum tenens in Phoenix, I, I was lonely. Really? Yeah. I, but and I think it's because we just like I wonder how you would have been if you just decided to just go do it. But right then it was also COVID. Mm, it's right you were when in COVID, COVID yeah. happened, and so I couldn't go out and do a lot of things. But like uh, one day I I said okay I have to get this hotel room. I made myself go on a hike, mm-hmm. and it was I I did it just to get out of the hotel room. But it's yeah. not like you who fully enjoyed the time alone. Mm. I don't know, but I do like gardening. I don't, that is kind of weird. I just contradicted myself. Well, yeah, but that's because you found your thing. Like for me, it was hard at first. Like when I, you know, because you don't go out naturally. I don't think anybody really goes out and feels completely comfortable sitting at a dinner table alone or going to a bar or something. But it it takes a few times, I mean. Yeah, maybe he could initially, but I, I think the first time he had to travel for work or something, it was probably a little odd. He's had a lot of years of traveling and doing that, you know, for work and overseas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't want to speak for him. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was flawless. And I'm not trying to absolute the situation. There's probably people that are absolutely comfortable with it right off the bat. But it definitely took me time, too, to just be cool with doing things on my own. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can. Because the only thing that's weird about it is you assuming people think it's weird. Yeah. There's nothing weird about it. You're making that reality in your head. So the yeah. minute you get over that and you're like, oh, no, I'm painting that reality of weirdness. It's not actually weird i'm here to have a meal i'm here to enjoy the same surroundings everyone else. like then it's just you're chilling i never my three months there i never did go out to dinner by myself yeah never was it for food's sake like you just or was it like an uncomfortable thought to be like i'm gonna be alone i just yeah no i was an uncomfortable thought i'm not yeah. i would pick up something and take it to my hotel room but mm-hmm. i would not sit at a restaurant and eat yeah. by myself i think it's powerful that was the one of the biggest hardest ones of doing first Hiking alone wasn't weird. You know, there's other situations. But eating alone when you're actually just like sitting at a table is always the weirdest one at first. Yeah. Now I don't mind it. I just, I don't feel pressured to like order this or make small talk. Like it's kind of fun. You can really enjoy a place when you just sit down alone. You can just kind of look around and you don't have to make small talk. There's no rush to get your orders going. You're just sitting and hanging out. You know, I really don't mind it too much, but it's weird at first. Yeah. It's certainly weird, but yeah, I don't know. You know, going back to that topic, I just, I don't know. I've gotten more comfortable with myself, but it's, it's always, it's always something. And I don't know how many people wonder that, you know, there's something about yourself or, Something about others. Yeah. But I, I'd i like to think, and then I'll wrap this up, but I'd like to think that that I that I would like me if I met me. I I you I would definitely think people like you if they met I'd, you. I'd like to think so. Now, how long it lasts is a different question. You know, like I said, the more, because you always are learning about people and maybe you start learning things that are off-putting. But I think at first, I think I'm pretty likable. I try to be patient with others. I try to be, especially more than ever, patience is something I continuously work on, you know, and I try to be kind and understanding of what others are going through mm-hmm. and even though the top of this podcast all we did was rip into people yeah but i really do <laughs> try to be kind well then that wasn't personally knowing that. no 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 that no, wasn't yeah. talking to them yeah but, but you know we talked before about embracing the quirk i mean we all have idiosyncrasies we and it's just about finding those people who your quirks don't bother them you know what i mean oh yeah what do you what do you think your biggest quirk is i, I think i can be needy 
Um, yeah. I also am finding myself now being not quite as patient with with things. Mm, really? Um, you think it's a lobe thing? It is. It might I think be it's an age or lobe thing. It is maybe. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm. You know, I'm maybe. I don't know. I don't know. In, in what ways? Give some examples. Like if you're, is it uh, like at a store checkout kind of impatience, or is it if somebody says something wrong to you, or? Um. Well, I don't. Uh, I I don't know. I'm going to think of that. That's fine. Just kind I, of situation. I think I'm a little bit more defensive. Yeah. Than I used to be. Maybe like, you're a little bit more emboldened with who you are, so people challenge that you come a bit more defensive than I, you used to I be. I think that that's that's probably what it is. But I think, like you know, with what I was going through at work, and uh-huh. now I'm going to be changing. I'm very defensive about that whole situation. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking that, you know, I've been doing this long time. You've I earned know what your. I'm doing yeah. and I should be that my knowledge should be respected, and maybe that's not the truth. I don't know. Yeah. But that you've but, earned your keep and, yeah, and, and yeah, maybe I'm defensive about those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. That's I fair. Know, baby. I I feel like since I started traveling and being on my own a lot more, I've actually gotten a little more awkward around humans. Really? Yeah. Which isn't always my thing, but I think my mask is starting to come off. You know, I told you about how I used to always think I was a funny guy. Like, I always I always had to be the funny, easygoing guy. But inside, I always felt like a bunch of turmoil and, like, it wasn't who I was. Yeah. So, I think as I'm starting to stri- strip that back and take the mask off, that, I'm, that I'm, I'm getting a little more awkward around me. Especially, like, saying hi to everybody at the... the birthday this weekend yeah. i just it felt weirder for me than it's ever felt before and it could partially be because most of my life or a good hunk of it when i would meet people i'd be drinking uh-huh. and now that i'm completely sober i wonder if it takes kind of that edge it puts that edge back on that i have to learn to kind of battle that that like a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, for yeah, almost. You know what I mean? Because because almost always for a big portion of my life, I would have to. I would always be drinking when when you meet people and in social situations and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so now that I'm not, but it just it felt weirder to meet people at the birthday party. Really? Yeah. Do it off. That's good. Do it off. <coughs> Sorry. That's okay. Is that good? You know the cough. We're good. It felt it felt odd to me. So I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is alcohol. Maybe it's just like I'm I'm more just kind of in touch with myself, so I don't have to be like. Cause you know I always felt like I was over the funny yeah. guy, the over. I'm yeah. trying to say the 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 yeah the hyper dramatic and cinematic guy who was always exuberant. loud. Yeah, exuberant this and that. So now I wasn't. It was just it felt odd. Yeah. Yeah, and I said goodbye to one of Jess's friends, and I keep thinking about the hug. I feel like I kind of snuggled her. <laughs> <laughs> Because I kind of just <laughs> forgot, like it was like a sideways hug, but I kind of like went in with my head too, and like in the moment, like it not, it didn't didn't think twice about it. It wasn't until we released that I was like, "The fuck was that? What did I just do? Why did I snuggle? Yeah, why did I woman? snuggle her? I think I just kind of felt comfortable. Like it was a side. I was like, good to this see you. And then I kind of like, first time you met her? No, Uh-oh. no. I'll cut it out, but it was Polly. Okay. It was Polly. Okay. And so I met her at the wedding, and so Jess's wedding. Okay. And, um, and I, just, I gave her like a side her. hug, which usually you kind of side hug and stand up. Yeah. But I realized after that I side hugged and kind of like. Kind of nuzzled her. Yeah. You nuzzled her. And she's pregnant <laughs> with a husband. And you were nuzzling her neck. Yeah. That's what it made it really weird when I, you put your nose in I think in when there. I gave her soft little kisses <laughs> behind the ear. 
And I just started nibbling at her mm-hmm. earlobe. Mm-hmm. That's when it got weird. Yeah. 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 But then we released, kind of looked at each other, and then, no. <laughs> but, but really, like, I just kind of nuggled her, and then I was like, huh? Did I just... <laughs> Yeah, and then we tried to talk, and I said, I said, it was really good to see you. Good luck with your girl. (laughs) That's what I said. And then I kind of like, I said it while I looked away. I didn't even look at her, because I snuggled her, looked away, said, good luck with your girl. (laughs) Because she's having a girl. And And so it was real weird. It was really weird. It's like a slow lip. And that's just not like who I've always been in the past. Like, I've always been pretty good at like talking to people, but it was so weird for me. Why did I snuggle her? Why did I snuggle the pregnant woman? I didn't want to snuggle her. I just want to say goodbye, but I was trying to be all caring. It's probably like going in for a gentleman hug and then just. It did, I didn't think twice. I just yeah. kind of thought like, yeah, like I felt the reason is because I have met her and I felt more comfortable yeah. with her. Not, yeah. Not that comfortable, I didn't think. <laughs> that I'm but, putting my your nose in her Yeah, nose. yeah, that I'd really just be caressing her. But <laughs> I I felt more comfortable with her for sure. And yeah. Jess is really close, probably closer with her than yeah. the others. And I just, yeah, really snuggled her. <laughs> so <laughs> that happened. But see, like it's just, it's like I don't know. It just feels awkward to me anymore. I, I just kind of like being alone sometimes anymore and it's kind yeah. of weird for who I've always been yeah 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 especially in those situations arise I'm like oh yeah time to leave yeah. the country for a long uh, yeah, time I, I would used to work the crowd in those situations like you know at those parties mm-hmm. and introduce myself and everybody and I did not I just kind of stayed away and did my thing yeah well and this event was a little odd yeah There's, there there is some vibes yeah there were, there were vibes that yeah I wasn't I wasn't fully dipping in on right and it was it was wonderful it's nobody's fault it's just the reality of the situation so yeah. so it was good and I think part of it is that I'm just like I said I'm learning sober situations because a lot of my life have been programmed to take the edge off with a drink and be able to socialize that way so when you really have to do it in kind of a raw form it's I think yeah. for me, I'm just talking for me right. that it's just, it's kind of relearning a little bit because right. I'm not a snuggler generally <laughs> on random people. I, it's just not who I am, but my yeah. body just fully shut down on me. <laughs> it's just fully shut down. Oh, so, um, so yeah, we had a great weekend. It was a bunch of fun. Um, it was a good time. Hey, Dan, look what's in my hand. Would you rather always have to use sandpaper as toilet paper or always have to use hot sauce as ear or eye drops? Um, sandpaper. Always have to use sandpaper as toilet paper or always have to use hot sauce as ear or eye drops. You know, after a while, you're... Rectum is probably going to get a little calloused and build up calluses to the sandpaper. Mm-hmm. That's why they call you a hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> because I think the hot sauce would probably start to cause some corneal abrasions and make you go blind. Yeah. No, I don't know. To me, this was just kind of easy. I don't. But when it says ear, like, I don't really care about my ear. ear but if it's, I don't like your ears would hurt. I know. So eyes? if it's just eye drops, like, no way. Yeah. No way. What good is that going to do? Like, at least sandpaper can clean your butt. Like, what good is a hot sauce eye drop going to do? It doesn't actually serve a purpose. No, you're right. Like, sandpaper will get the poo off, but an eye drop, that's not going to 
clear your vision. It yeah. just makes everything worse. Right. And eventually you will work up calluses on your rectum. So will you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so eventually it won't hurt. Yeah. And you know that this is kind of general because sandpaper can come in different grits. So That's you can get right. like really, really, really fine, fine sandpaper, sandpaper, which we're kind of cheating the system because I think they mean like sandy sandpaper. I but. know, but still, let's go with the grit, less grit. Yeah. I'm going with that silky smooth, ultra fine diamond sandpaper, sandpaper toilet paper. You didn't they in the olden days, like in those outhouses in the Westerns, they use corn cobs. I don't know. You tell me. I think they, <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> it would make sense. I could use a husk. Yeah. When in doubt, husk it out. Husk they used to out. say back in the Western that days. They used to say that? People said it. Yeah. So that would be kind of weird, too, using a corn cob on your rectum. Mm. Yeah. 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 Like, it's weird, but I mean, hmm, because it's not the weirdest. True. Like, that, I mean, it's kind of papery. What did people do? Hand and put- water. And that's why there's a lot of infections. They had to. They had to wipe with their hand. That's gross, though. Yeah. It's not favorable. And maybe leaves. Maybe you just bundle up leaves. But when do you think the cavemen started realizing they needed to wipe their butts? I always wonder about that, though. Like, I wonder about their butts and their teeth. Like, when do they think, like, we've got to start cleaning our teeth? Like, if we were so well-designed, quote-unquote, then, like, why do we do all that? But maybe back in the cavemen days... They had they ate a lot of grains and chewed the meat and stuff and didn't have carbohydrates sticking to their teeth like we do now. It so certainly is due to a lot of sugar. I'll give you that. Yeah. Sugar breaks well, on your nipple. But, you know, also like Indians, the, the women always chewed like the hides. And so their teeth were all worn down. So they didn't have to clean those parts that were not there anymore. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But really, when did people realize it'd be nicer to have toilet paper? And when, and when, who would think toilet paper? I mean. Yeah. And I wish they would have named it toilet cloth. Why? Toilet paper? It's this sort of paper, though. It's not a cloth. It's more cloth-like no, than paper-like. Cloth, cloth denotes reusing. Paper denotes writing with stationary. Well, what about paper bags? Paper bags denotes plastic. What? Plastic bags. It does not denote that. Oh, yeah. Paper bags are different than plastic bags. When I think of a paper bag, I don't think of writing on it. A paper bag? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I was getting confused with plastic bag. No, paper. What? Toilet paper. You said because paper is for writing. (laughs) Yeah, paper is for writing. Well, no. Toilet paper is an appropriate name. I think toilet cloth is better. No, because cloth is reusable. But you're saying cloth is reusable, and I think if you just take paper, what do you do with paper? You throw it away. Just paper? You just throw paper away? Like you don't print on it? Plates. You don't write on it? Like paper plates. Okay. You throw them away. Just oh. like toilet paper. Oh, what? Yeah. You're so wrong about it. It's not toilet cloth. Maybe we could call it like toilet softy. No, toilet paper is a good name. No, only because it's been emblazoned into your mind. No. You're such a sheep. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Toilet cloth is stupid. Toilet paper... It's not the best. Well, neither is toilet cloth. That's the worst. I don't think it's the worst. It is. I would say toilet cactus is the worst. You could say rectal wipes. <laughs> anal wipes. Anal wipes. Anus. Anus wiper. Anal wiper. Anal wiper. Hand me some anal wiper. Can you? 
my, my anal wiping fluid is all out. <laughs> I need to refill. I, it's not the worst. I don't know. These are all good questions. We might have to revisit when uh, toilet paper. When was toilet paper? You know what? We're just going to do a quick Google. I need to know answers now. I know because. Because when did we start thinking, I got to clean that part? Like, I know. And, but you know, and. Part to- we started chafing And honestly. toilets themselves was a brilliant invention. Because yeah. before that, people just threw their poo and their urine and everything, just go on the streets. They would. Well, and it's funny because if you look at a lot of old, um, like, medieval architecture and stuff, yeah, they have, um, like, spouts coming off the wall. And so you would just, like, go and it would just come out of the wall on in, down into the little sewer sort of things and then they that's what that's why there were so many cholera outbreaks and stuff was was the unsanitary conditions that people weren't sanitizing they were just pooing and peeing right next to their water sources so much pink eye there'd be so much pink eye okay well i think cholera is worse than pink eye oh yeah i was just going along with it right because don't you get poo on your hands and then you rub your eye and well i'm talking about like this horrible disease that that took millions and millions of lives and you're talking about pink eye yep because you're an np and i'm a simpleton <laughs> pink eye sounds pretty so rough to me putting your finger in your eye oh no i was can... just going along with you like there also had to be a lot of pink, pink eye. eye like i'm saying so there's just a lot of cholera and tuberculosis i didn't say forget it i said just mid- because you're reading just because you're reading a book about Plagues. Plagues. I know, but cholera, that's what people kill cholera because of sanitary water. 100%. I'm not shooting it down. In my book of plagues, it never talks about pink eye. Oh, you're saying they probably also did because we're talking about poop. I don't know. I guess pink eye. Why would you bring up tuberculosis when we're talking about poop on your hands? Well, That doesn't make any sense. But neither does pink eye. Yes, it does because you get poop on your hands from wiping. It's not a plague of the world. Neither is TB. Yes, it is. Not from poop. Jenner, we were talking about poop here. Yes, but so what does TB have to do with poop? And pink eyes of so let's just bring up COVID while we're at it and the Spanish (laughs) flu. Let's just bring it all up. We're talking about poop. What does it say about toilet paper? You know what? The 15th century. These people didn't get it down till a little later in the human species. Wow. Paper. They just say. Paper became widely available in the 15th century, but in the Western world, modern commercial, commercially available toilet paper didn't originate until 1857. Wow. When Joseph Gaetti of New York marketed a medicated paper for the wet water closet. That was the whole slogan. Sold in packages of 500 sheets. See? 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 Sheets. Paper. It was sold as paper. That sucks. Toilet paper. Like you'd buy like a bundle, like a stack of it. Instead of like a roll of soft, clothy toilet paper. You know, okay, here's something. Um, when I was growing up, you could get colored toilet paper. So um, I bet it, you still could, though. I've never seen it now. But in, you know, do you remember the bathrooms from your grandparents' houses growing up? We had pink. Kyle. Gr- oh, sorry. We had pink and green toilet paper. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, no, we did. I, growing up, I had colored toilet paper. You could buy it in different, in blue, pink, and green. You for sure still can, but I think that's more of a specialty item, whereas then it was probably like a rag, huh? There's uh, probably like more of like trying to oh, make it a decor sort of thing, right? Yeah. Since if you had to see it, it had to be. But have you ever been to King Supers? Our neighborhood grocery store. Ooh, where they sell. Oiko, <laughs> Greek yogurt. And photo box, buttery chardonnay. But you never see colored toilet paper now. Correct. So that, yeah, that is weird. But it used to all, that would be the rage. That is weird. Would it, 
It just died, huh? There's no other like special I think, quality I think to it. People didn't like all the, you know the dyes and stuff that was going into. The but marriage. that's all there was, right? Like, it was just dyed. It wasn't yeah. extra plush or it wasn't, no, 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 it was just dyed. It was just dyed. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was probably because if you had to look at it, it was probably like an aesthetic thing, you yeah. know, like let's make it colored. Because I feel like all the silverware was kind of like that too. That like oriental green. What is that jade? Almost yeah. just that kind of stuff. Yeah. And interesting. I know you can get like dollar bill toilet paper or like hundreds oh yeah i've seen obviously that. it's ga- a gag gift gag. but uh, yeah Kleenexes. you could get color Kleenexes. here's a little thing here's Ooh, a, a really little, clean a really rectal wipe he showed me a picture of a stick with a sponge <laughs> well it looks like a sponge on it yeah it's uh it's a cleaner that's a cobs Corns. <laughs> corn. corn. What did people do before toilet paper? Well, and there's just a picture of corn. That. Yeah. But I'm wondering if they use like the cob. No, they, they use. Is that what you were asking? Yeah. They eat oh, the I thought you were asking off. about the husk. No, no, Like they, using the husk. Because that's why I was like, that's no, not bad. No, but a whole the whole co- cob. cob. They eat the corn off. And they yeah. save the cobs and put them in the outhouse. Like, like, yeah. Holy. Scrub that away. <laughs> I would want the fresh one. I'd want fresh after oh, a meal. Oh, yeah. Right It'd after be like half, half. Oh, yeah. That's when everybody's pooping. Except without the salt on it. But the butter would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully most of it was nibbled off. Yeah. Right. I mean, especially if you had to use sandpaper first and then use salt on your corn cob that would hurt yeah interesting combo <laughs> i would hit him with the old one too i'm sure somebody at one point said this doesn't make sense why am i sandpapering first <laughs> well there's that but that's interesting that you were talking about cobs because i was thinking husks yes. no 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 yeah ah, i don't look at that but i bet i bet they did still use the husks so 1857 though so we really we really waited a while to start Wiping the way I mean, we they had to use cloths before, you know. I'm sure like kings and shit before that were using like like before toilet paper. I'm sure they had to use fabric to wipe, right? Or, or, or even is that where like bidets came from, like water squirt water up on there? Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking. Is like maybe I should look up like when is anal cleaning invented? A thing, yeah. When did people decide to clean their rumps? Yeah. And then that's it. Because toilet paper is one invention. But when did people really start taking bunghole hell seriously? <laughs> At one point, was somebody like, you know, this is a problem. We got to do something about this. And they looked around and said, no one else is going to solve this. I will be the person. And they just took it upon themselves to uh-huh. clean every butt in the U.S. and beyond. But I had to assume it started the U.S. <laughs> who was that person? Who was who, Who's our hero? Who's our, our butthole? Who's our butthole hero? <laughs> Mom, who's your butthole hero? Did they get the Nobel Prize for butt. I hope they did. Oh, they always give it to like scientists, like rocket people, yeah, and Albert how Einstein. This was yeah. That, why butthole people need recognition too? Butthole health people need more recognition than E equals MC squared. What does that even do for us? Nothing. You know what pink toilet paper did for me? Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> how was my dating life? Can you imagine? Yeah. Equals MC. Give me more of that. Um, <laughs> there's a whole conference for. Um, bathroom stuff what yeah like toilets like like people are really working hard to revolutionize toilets and bathtubs and toilet paper and all that stuff well are don't the japanese like really get into toilets the japanese i feel like sorry for being like stereotypical or whatever but i feel like the japanese just really get into technology so no matter what that applies to they just love it and so, so not- one of the areas are just like Toilets, yeah. So, so you don't think that to them, 
butthole health is as important as just having a cool... Like, that's how cool we can make this toilet. Yeah, I don't okay. think they're taking butthole health seriously. Okay. I think they're just like, let's let's make a really rad, like, see-through toilet that has, like, a cyclone drainer in it, and then an anime character comes out and fights another Disney character. That'd be cool. Like, they're not really... They're not really interested in the cleanliness of said a-hole. Okay. All right. Why? Okay. Well, I I, we right. don't know, though. We don't no. know. We're going to need to find a local Japanese individual Who and say- creates toilets. Tell me how you feel about butthole health. <laughs> this is going to be a hard-hitting question that we're going to need on the next podcast. It's, I, excuse me, um, Mr. Iwagasha. Tell me how you feel about butthole. And butthole particularly- Butthole health. It's health. No, what? Okay, so we're getting back to the question on, on would someone like us when they first met us? Do you think Mr. Yagagashi would still like us if we asked about his butthole health? Opinions? It depends how we approached it. Are we going to go, excuse me, sir? Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Tell me how you feel about butthole health. And we shove the mic in his face. Mm, uh, no. But if but, we go, would you like to sit down to some tea? Okay. Don't ask me where that service. slight British accent came from. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just assuming. My geisha will serve you some tea. My geisha now. will serve you tea. tea. Or yeah. geisha, geisha or geisha. They both make sense. Also, found out from tea that it's they're not Japan. It's not Japan. What is it? It's oh, Nihon. that's right. It's ni- Nihon. Nihon. The Japanese don't even call it Japan. It's not even an actual thing. Americans just made it up because we couldn't say it. So we're like, we're calling this Japan now. And that's that's a fact. That's not even. They call. I'm not Nihon. making that up. I'm not being funny. They just were just like, no, we're calling this Japan, and they're like, no, 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 it's called Dihon. And the Americans were like, nah, we don't care. No, nah, we don't care. It's Japan. <laughs> no, this is Japan. No, it's it's Nihon. It's always been for thousands and thousands of years. Our ancestors. No, it's Nihon. <laughs> no, it's Japan. I mean, that's Japan. Yep, J A. P-A-N. And for short, we're calling you Japs. It's really, it's easier for us. So that's what you're going to be now. Yeah, because we and can't they're like, call no, you. Because no. we can't call you knees. Yeah. We can't just call you knees. That's stupid in too many letters. Yeah. We're American and you're Japs. <laughs> like that's, that's how we did it. in Japan. Yeah. And you'll like it because it's Japan. We're naming your home for you. <laughs> no, don't look at me like that. Are you looking at me? I don't even know. You know what I hate? You know, so that was kind of the... <laughs> The American, how we decided it would be called Japan. Oh, okay then. And it's Nihon, so for everyone, that's a that's a real fact. So maybe let's start the Nihon trend. Okay. Mama's uh, boy pod is starting here. Do you know any knees? Hones. Yeah, what would we call them? Knees. Yeah. <laughs> um, I knew a knee. You did. Yeah. Why does that sound just so racist? It does. It sounds horrible. I don't, I don't like, like it's it. It's not, but I don't like it at all. I don't like it. <laughs> don't it makes like it me uncomfortable. It does. Me too. Let's not do this. I know. I know. I have some Japanese friends, though. So maybe oh, we yeah. can talk to them about butthole health. Oh. But yeah, just saying knees felt really weird. It did. Yeah, it felt like we made up our own slang yeah. and then made that slang derogatory. And then, and the, then we just went off the rails with it. So yeah. we apologize. Because there's no intention of that. No. We were, this is what happened. We were spitballing. Yeah. So please don't take offense to it. No, we didn't mean any. We were just spitballing. That's yeah. not even a real thing. And well, if it is, we apologize. We took it onto the wrong tangent. Yeah, because we just, Nihon is what it's called. We respect that. Uh-huh. Um, and if you, if, if they do call themselves knees, cool, we're right in. Yeah. But if not, then there you go. But um, okay. I do know some Japanese. I dated members. a Japanese <laughs> guy in <People>. college. <laughs> <laughs> My mind was so scattered with all that. Yeah, okay. Did you? Uh huh. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I had, there was a, a guy in my fraternity. You dated? Who's Japanese. You didn't date him. I didn't date him. No. No. <laughs> I, very straight. 
In fact, I will snuggle a pregnant lady. That's how straight I am. I will prove to you how straight I am. Give me a pregnant lady. I'm going to snuggle the hell out of her. Uh, no, so let's uh, let's have a conversation with them about bunghole health. Maybe oh, you call, I don't know him. Well, call up your ex no. from high school. No, no it's going to be important. This is important. I, no, I brought my us. ex on the pod. It's your turn to bring your ex on the pod from high school. No, I don't. Track him no, down. it was college. No. Oh, okay. We'll no, track him down. No, I don't want to. No. It's okay. I you don't will. want to ask him about his butthole health. Not his personally. How does his culture feel about butthole health? <laughs> ask him that. <laughs> um, well, we won't do that. Okay. For for the record, everybody, we're not going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, I might. I Google weird things. Yeah, but that was pretty. That was a pun that you didn't even know. Oh, you did. the bottom of it. Uh-huh, good one. Ooh, air might. I'll get to the bottom yeah. of it. Dang it. Dang I wish it. I had said that one on purpose. Yeah. Um, we won't get to the bottom of this. I'm no. not going to Google how do feel Japanese feel about bunghole health. But it does make me wonder which culture takes bunghole health the most serious. And I like to think it'd be like the French or Italians. Ah. Uh, oh. But no, I think the Japanese because of their toilet situations. You think so? They're you, gonna, you think they've got the cleanest buttholes on the planet? They're designing toilets to clean very, very well. Yeah, but what if a bidet is the best option? So maybe they make fancy toilets in Japan, but what if a nice, simple bidet is just the best option? Well, they, but I think there's some Japanese toilets out there that warm the water Ooh. and gently moisten your butt. Holes and then dry it even. Uh, there, there has to be one that has a little arm that scrubs. I, uh, I can almost guarantee there's a toilet that scrubs. We need to, no, we need to kind of look this one right now. Oh, I thought you wanted me to Google it. Um, no, no, I'm just, we no, let we it go. To, no, no, we need to find out. Right oh, now. find out. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's what I was hoping. Because but the way you said you... it was like you wanted me to drop it, and I was no, like, no, that's would... not weird. I want to no. know. How would you clean the wand then? Maybe it's got like a replaceable tip. Like Would you have to do tip? it each time? So or maybe now, it drops it. Well, now you're using your hand to clean the to get the tip off. That scrubs. So, Toilet that scrubs your bum. Your, your butt. Is there such an animal? Mom, you know one has to exist. Uh, just give me a lot of bidets. Oh, um, but see, even a bidet, I don't. You'd have to have quite this. Sh- you don't want it just a drizzle of water. You're well, a lot talking, of these are showing some pressure. Yeah, you need to have quite the, quite the like, pressure in there to, not quite enema pressure, but still. Okay, okay. The, to, f- the five most expensive toilets in the world. Tell me, Dagobert. What? what how much is it? Uh, I'll tell you in a second. You're gonna have to take a guess. I'm just gonna give you the name, and you guess on price. Okay. okay? Go. Um, we'll have a description. Ooh, it will. Okay, I'll do a little description, and then you guess the price. Okay. At number five, the Dagobert Wooden Toilet Throne by Herbo. If there's any toilets fit for a king, it would be this one. As a matter of fact, it was named after the last ruler of the Merovingian dynasty in France. This toilet is so majestic. It's five feet tall. It's also designed like a throne. I'll stop there at the description. What is your guess at price? 15000 Whoa! $14,123. Oh my gosh, I would not have won the showcase on the price is right. That was way better though. 15000 was a good guess. Wow. Look at that toilet. Look at that thing. I would not spend $14,100. No, it looks like that. just like a wooden POS. Toilet. I know. Like, so what's number one? 
to number one. No, can we just, let's just, there's only four of these. We got time for go for four. All right. Okay. At okay. number four, a Swarovski studded toilet. Oh my gosh. Uh, but the crystals would hurt your little delicates. Comes another thing of beauty that people might not even want to sit on. This is a Swarovski studded toilet. Crystals cover every single space on the toilet. The only thing that's not studded are the toilet seat and the inside part of the toilet cover. All right, Janner. What is the number four Swarovski studded toilet cost? $24,592. Wrong. I'll give you one more guess. Go up a little bit. 32000 Wrong. $75,000. For a Swarovski. Just uh, to put crystals on it. You know somebody has this too. You know some like oligarch or something has this. Let's Why? keep going. That's only number four, y'all. Why don't you spend your money for society and not for a Swarovski crystal toilet? There's so many things that, yes. Ugh, don't get me started. There's a lot that could help out society. I don't toilets. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. <gasps> number three, the Moon River Art Park Toilet. Does it Andy Oh, Williams? never mind. This is dumb. But Andy Williams comes back to the dead and sings moon. This toilet is not even a private toilet. It's a public toilet. And it's actually considered to be a local tourist attraction. Oh, yes, people travel from it. It's in Moon River Art Park in Shanghai, China. So here we are back over to like the eastern part of the world. So we're kind of in toilet, toilet, Japanese. How much does this one cost, mom? Listen, I was singing Moon River. I know you were. I was talking about it. Uh, 120000 $750,000. To go to a toilet? That's basically like a tourist attraction. You might have to wait two hours to get a chance to sit on this lovely throne. Why? All right. And number two, the Hang Fung Golden Toilet. Finally, here's a toilet that's made out of precious metal. The Hang Fong Gold Technology Group owns this golden toilet, and it currently sits in demonstration washroom called the Hall of Gold. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It's a fully golden toilet. Mm -hmm. It is $700,000. Really? So at number three for $750,000. Oh, that's right. It's 810000 Okay. Try $5 million. No. Five million dollars. Oh my god! The Hang Fung Golden Toilet. And look, th to me, this is just humans, right? It doesn't even. It's not even working. We five million dollars for one that just sits in a display. What are we doing? What are what? we doing? What is that? What are we doing as a species? Where we're just like, let's make a five million dollar toilet, but no one can use it. It's gonna be on display. It's just something cool to do. I think it'll just be cool if we just make a a five million dollar toilet. What are we doing as a species? Oh my gosh. And of course, it's the Eastern Coast, so maybe they do take bunghole hell seriously. <laughs> the Chinese and Japanese are taking this a little more seriously. Okay. And at number one. Okay. Drum roll, please. <laughs> International Space Station Toilet. <gasps> oh, wow. It's only to be expected that the price on this space toilet would also be out of this world. At blank... This is the most expensive toilet ever made in the history of toilets. It was built by Russia for the space station in 2008. In addition, this is the only toilet ever created that has an advanced filter capable of extracting water from waste and purifying it for drinking. It's the ultimate recycling machine. Oh my gosh. How would you feel knowing you're drinking your pee? I wouldn't care. If it was filtered by like engineers like that. Yeah. I bet it was 10 million. Okay. Nope. More? Yep. 12 million. Nope. 20 million. 19 million dollars. Oh my gosh. To send them to space with a little space toilet. Wow. 
Yes, sir. It has special fans that suck in every single waste deposited into it, into a septic tank. So you wait. And this toilet wait, has so leg like braces a, to keep astronauts in the proper position while using the toilet. So it's got a like a like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. See, we were thinking bidets this whole time. I want a butt sucker. <laughs> I want a butt sucker on my toilet. I want one that just pulls it out for me. I don't even want to do the work. Vacuum it up. Insert. Suck it out. Off I go. No, no, There's no mess. We were thinking about wiping. No, no, no skip mess. the wiping. Just pull if it you out. just skip the skin hole <laughs> and go straight to yeah releasing yeah bingo bango bongo. <laughs> that's the toilet I want to. What were we doing? We were amateurs, rooks yeah. at this whole thing. Oh my gosh! Give me the international space sucker. There's no need for toilet cloth. And also. I, I don't care if I'm floating around in space or not. Keep my legs in the right position. I tend to be a squirmer on the toilet. <laughs> if this if this $19 million thing can keep my legs in position? Yeah. Hell yeah, sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. Strap me in. Yeah. Suck me out. <laughs> and off I go. We can solve the waste problem. Yes. No more toilet paper, toilet cloth, no, toilet no. anything. We're not cutting down trees. Use your water. And you're done. done. You walk out clean as a bee. No more <laughs> cholera. No. Whatever. Or pink eye. Your pink eye. No more pink eye. See. From see. Using your hand and then putting it in your eye. Yeah. Or cholera. Because we don't want to <laughs> skip over that. Heaven forbid we skip over cholera and talk about pink eye as well, which happens to be when you fart on a pillow and sleep on it. Every boy has gotten that one. Oh. Well, there you go, folks. Um, oh. That that's the great toilet debate. <laughs> <clears throat> we have successfully loaded out. Completed number nine. Uh, also number ten. Oh. <laughs> Some may say this episode was number one. Oh. Or was it number, number two? Number two. Mm, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it's been a fun one. We hit our mark here. Hopefully you guys enjoyed learning about toilets. Do you know why trees poop? Why do trees poop? Why do trees poop? Because they that they can give us number two pencils. I feel like you were so close on that joke, but it's something about that just didn't feel right. <laughs> Is that how the joke goes? Uh, something like that. Oh, it felt scattered. Okay, it, it was good though. Okay, it's time to I say goodbye. I liked your attempt. Well, no, I just a quick thing. Oh, this could be a quick thing. Just want to give a big shout out to Phoebe. Um, Phoebe, okay. Yeah. Phoebe, Phoebe is one of our number one fans. Phoebe, and love you. Phoebe has been listening, and she said thank you for spreading joy through our podcast. Aww. And so I just wanted to take a second to acknowledge Phoebe because, and she related to a lot of what we were talking about with, like, on episode six about you know not settling and choosing your worth and all that stuff. So, uh, Phoebe, thanks for all your feedback. Thanks for listening to us, and that applies to everybody too. Uh, we appreciate everyone's support, especially where we've now been listened to in. Pakistan and Japan and Japan Nihon and Nihon 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 yes yes we have a listener we've got a listener in Nihon yes and Pakistan and Slovakia yeah and Germany so our Nihon friend thank you and tell us some about butthole health yes let us know about your butthole health Um, and then one final little take back I have is that it wasn't Ashley that sent us Chobani stuff. It was Ashton. So oh. I said that I'd give you a little shout out and uh, your boy butchered your name. So if you uh. were listening to that last episode and you were like, wait a minute, that's not my name. It's because you're right. 
It's not. Um, your name. Your name is definitely Ashton. Shall we rename her Ashley? Yeah, you're Ashley now. <laughs> so my take back. You're actually Ashley. No, so sorry. Let your kids know that you now go by Ashley. Okay. Don't even call you mom. Just Ashley. Well, thank you uh, to all of you out there supporting us. So thank you to everybody. Thank Phoebe. Thanks for our friends. Thanks to Nihon. We appreciate you all. Don't forget to clean your butts. Butt health is important. We love you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.